Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. Sometimes I don't know why being human can be painful as well as joyful. Whenever my nieces or nephews are born, I, I can remember that I never wanted them to experience any pain, and I would worry about them and other people that came into the world. And one of the things that's a common human experience is rejection. Maybe you and I have something that we believe in, something that was handed down to us that has worked for us or that we have faith in. Maybe there are things that are important to us that really aren't totally true, but they are for the moment, and we want to share with people, our family members, our friends, our neighbors, or people we encounter. And to have our thoughts, our dreams, our opinions to be rejected can be very painful. And sometimes we can overreact as human beings, that we can lash out, that we can be angry, or worse yet, we can isolate ourselves because we don't know how to handle this wound, the woundedness that we have, and yet it's really fully being human. And we see that all time and time again in the Scriptures that God's Word and His people are rejected. We hear from what's called the Acts of the Apostles, and we've been hearing that every Sunday since Easter Sunday. It is written by Luke, who also wrote the Gospel. And really, it's the stories of the early community and their response to the resurrection of Jesus. We hear of two disciples today, Paul, St. Paul, and Barnabas, who have been commissioned by the church in Antioch to go out and to share the good news of Jesus Christ. There's a pattern that follows in the Acts of the Apostles, that they go out with great joy. And the first time they're invited to the synagogue, they're welcomed with great joy. And they're excited, and sometimes Luke over-exaggerates purposely on the Acts of the Apostles that everybody came out. Well, I'm sure a lot of people did. And they preach, and people were excited that they were invited back next week. But some, who are called the Jews there, some of the leaders and some of the people, as Luke would say, became very jealous and didn't like what was going on. And so they rejected them, and kind of told them to go away, and eventually took them out of town. Now, this was repeated a number of times. Paul, in his first missionary, is 13 years. He is rejected and thrown out in Asia Minor, in Greece, and in Rome. And in fact, in the end, that he'll shake off his dust, his feet, uh, the dust off his feet, which was a sign that, of rejection, to say, okay, if you don't want it, I'm moving right along. So what does Paul and Barnabas and the early church teach us about rejection? St. Paul is given the commission by God, too, that the first people to hear the word of God are the Jews. That's the first purpose. Even God sends his son, first and foremost, to preach to Israel the good news of promises. Even though the message is always universal, the first people they go to are the Jews. The first to hear the word of God. The first to be in covenant. And the promises 
that Jesus made to the people of the Messiah coming. And so the disciples are first told to go and preach to the Jews. Paul is a Jew himself in the beginning, and his own people reject him. And we know that it's painful for him to be rejected by his own people. But notice how Paul handles the rejection. And you have to read the whole of the scriptures there in the Acts of the Apostles. He's sad. He's not happy about it. But here's what Paul says. Somehow in the future, the Jews will be grafted into the vine branch. He doesn't know how it will happen, but he believes that it will happen one day. So there is always hope, the belief that the Jews will also be part of God's kingdom in the end. And that's the firm belief of Paul. That's why both disciples there today in the scriptures leave still with great joy in spite of being rejected. And what it tells all of us then is that the Word of God will either be accepted by people or rejected. And if that happens, we move on. We move on. Sometimes we can overreact, and we can lash out, and we do things that are not very Christ-like because we're hurt. Our pride is hurt. We're wounded. And again, those are very normal, natural reactions to humanity when we're rejected and in pain. But Paul reminds all of us that unity is important. I think about mothers and fathers and other people who are responsible for others. The woundedness that maybe your children aren't living the way you had hoped. Maybe they're not doing the things that you exactly taught. But there's always something in you to say that one day they'll be coming together. Or maybe we'll still be unified. Parents or other people responsible who are shepherds to others still hope for that day of unity. Still working that the family will come healed or peace or the group will come together again at least in ways that they can acknowledge one another and giving dignity. Christians, we are facing a real difficult time, and not that we haven't already, but there's more days that are coming where there's going to be conflict, and many people will oppose the gospel. And we're going to get pushback and rejection. And we cannot follow examples of some Christians who lash out, who uh, lack dignity, and really cause damage to the gospel. Our reaction is by Paul and Barnabas, and so if we're thinking of hurting other people verbally or diminishing their dignity there, we better take a look at this scriptures, Acts chapter 13. If you've ever been rejected or wounded by others, Acts chapter 13, get that Bible out and know that the disciples handled rejection in the way that Christ wanted to. People will either accept or reject, and we still keep moving forward, and the rest is in God's hands. That's exactly what the disciples say, and that's our lesson here for today. I'm not sure if you're aware that in the Eucharistic prayer, I don't know if you pray along or if your mind wonders and wonders how the cardinals are going to draft this year or whatever, you know. Our minds can sometimes wander because we hear that same Eucharistic prayer. 
The gifts when the priest prays over the gifts of bread and wine. But there is a prayer at every Eucharistic prayer, all four of them and others that can be used as well. Lord, may this chalice and bread, the cup and the body and blood of Christ, make us in one body, one spirit. Now, that isn't just one parish united. That isn't just for Roman Catholics. That anyone who is a Roman Catholic, let's pray that we're all one and that we can all get along. That prayer is for all Christians. Jesus, before his death, prays, Father, may they all be one as you and I are one. And every Sunday, every time there's Mass, we pray for unity amongst all Christians. And yet, we use terms like, oh, you're a Protestant. You don't have the fullness of the church. That sometimes we Catholics can have an arrogance that's not very welcoming. And yet, here we are praying for unity, and yet we go about, and we can cause division. And we can say, you're less than. And yet, we have more in common with all Christians. The same scriptures, basically, huh? We have the same beliefs in Jesus. And yet, at every Mass in the Catholic faith, somehow the church has decided for many centuries that we should pray as Jesus prays for unity. And so even though Paul and Barnabas are rejected by the Jews, even though it hurts, and they were mocked and imprisoned and suffered greatly, Paul still had that hope that one day all will be one. Can you think that way of people who've hurt you and rejected you? Can you think that way when other Christians are poor models of destroying other people's reputation, of being so angry and doing things that are not of scriptures, that are not God's ways? That's the challenge. And just like a mother or father, especially as we honor mothers today, Maybe your mom might have that gift, because there may be other gifts they have, if not this one. But the ideal of a parent or of someone who's a shepherd is always having hope that one day the family can come together, that people can come together, that Christians can always come together. Paul says, one day, I don't know how, the Jews will be grafted into the vine branch. I believe in all my heart that will happen. I don't know how, but I believe it. Acts chapter 13 is given the way how to handle rejection to the truth of Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 